cliffcentral.com A friend of the family, Mr. Kingsley March, coming through with Famous. Uh, it's, it's, it's a bit surreal, the fact that we're playing the song and a couple of months ago, we had to say goodbye. Not even a couple of months ago, it was a couple of weeks. And the fact that yesterday, Thursday, it was a year since we sat down with him, uh, since we had Unpoetic. Yeah. Uh, so that's like, what? Coming full circle. That's pretty cool. It's really dope, man. Yeah, but man. Um, as, as I said, when we actually announced that he had committed suicide, we are going to rip him all the way, man, up until... We, we join him at some point in time. How crazy is his greatness? Uh, he wrote or he put together that song, Famous, and uh, I suppose uh, On the Way to Fame. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Global, baby. Yeah, man. Anyway, welcome to it. Uh, 20-something. Myself is just another cool kid, or Jack for short. As I always say, if you knew me in person, you'd understand why that is funny. I'm joined by uh, my... I don't know what to call you. Like, I keep coming up with different names for you, but f- for this week, I'll call you my compadre. Londi stole my water. Because I don't drink still water, you know. Well, I don't buy still water. I don't yes. see the point. Yeah. So now she's like, no, no, you don't drink still water. Give it to I me. So now I'm that. thirsty. I didn't say that. I'm dying. I'm not so going to I didn't say no, that. I, I think, no, you've been thirsty long before Londi took your water. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm playing. My bad. I'm playing. You know what? What <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Lonely, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Ah, fantastic, man. That, 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 that duke on your head. Gail. You know? Gail. Gail. Bon, I decided, Yazin, let me join the, the movement. Ish, because I saw... And I think I'm rocking it like, you know, like a pro, hey? You, you, right now, you are so queen right now, it's not even funny. You guys keep on doing this to me. You keep on doing to. this to me. We you have to. You don't have to, hey? We do, because, I mean, myself and Nell are too... I don't know. We're I look so crazy. We're still looking for know. the word to describe the two of you. Yeah, we're yeah. we're just, we're crass. We are sometimes funny. We we are entertaining. We are a bunch of things. But I we can't sit here and act as if you don't bring some light into this room. Oh wow! I oh, think wow. so. We, I feel so can't. special right now. I'm gonna throw shade. Oh, Here it comes. I mean, you when I it's it's that's that's just who you are. <laughs> it was bound to happen. Exactly. What kind of life do you have, bro? <laughs> Why do you have to be this guy? <laughs> so because the Duke isn't part of an outfit and it's very traditional, oh. very beautiful, I think it's hiding something. Wow. Ah. Mm. He just if the had state capture report guy. hadn't come out already, I would say it's under that duke. <laughs> <laughs> you look oh. lovely. Note my silence. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Alright. Yeah. So uh, I, I found out a couple of weird things this week, mm-hmm. right? I told you uh, about one of them uh, while we were sitting outside, right? But number one, apparently, uh, the people at Apple have a bit of a problem in China. Chinese consumers, uh, there's a Chinese consumer group. Yep. It's called the Chinese Consumer Association. Okay. Right? So they've been log, uh, logging reports and complaints about the new iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6S. Yes. Right. Huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yep. Let's, must, you know, there, there's an extra voice in here. You'll understand in a little bit, but <laughs> <All right>. yeah. <laughs> Can they hear me? 
now they can. I, I said yes because I'm having a problem with my iPhone 6S. And, I mean, there's a screen issue. It freezes and then it unfreezes. Today it pocket dialed an Adil Abraham. Okay. And I'm thinking, I couldn't even drop the phone. I mean, it, the worst part about it was that it was a video call. I haven't even washed my face. You know, oh I haven't even brushed God. my teeth. And my phone is video calling people on my behalf. <laughs> I mean, what the? Madness, <laughs> right? So, people in China uh, seem to be echoing the anonymous ladies' <laughs> uh, sentiments. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at this point in time... There, there's more than just one complaint. It's not just, you know, pocket dialing and doing all of these mm. weird things. Apparently, it even switches off even when there's like 60% of the battery life still mm. in there. Wow. And you thought Blackberry was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the year, was it 2011 when Deadberry happened and yeah. all our Blackberries died that year. Yep. Um, I thought it was just me. I think I've been having a few issues as well. Halala. There um, you go. Like sometimes I can't hang up. I'm just right. like, where's the hang up button? Where it just disappears. Man. And, and, okay. So if, if it's not the iPhone mm. behaving like a Blackberry, yeah. it's the Samsung behaving, <laughs> it's behaving like, like a, like a cheap phone. Right? Why? I don't know. You are so expensive for whose mother? What? <laughs> wasn't there, wasn't there an issue with some of these phones bending at some point? Like oh, there was yeah, an issue. Yeah. If you put your iPhone in your back pocket, in your pocket it, would, or it would But I think that was a rumor ass. though. That was just a rumor. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah, so that's uh, happening. Uh, okay. the, uh, who, who knew? 2016, yeah. Blackberry the Return, Baba. Wow. Resurrection. Uh, Another great thing. Well, this is a great thing. Yeah. Uh, Top Gear, right? Mm. Somehow I knew it was going to flop once they changed uh, the presenters of the show. Uh, Richard Hammond, James May, and Jeremy Clarkson, right? They brought in this other random dude, uh, Chris Evans was mm. his name. Uh, Matt LeBlanc was also one of the presenters there. He was uh, Joey on Friends, if you watched. And nothing else. Yeah, and then it was... And then he played himself and he was like, yeah. oh, no, yeah, not no. interested. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, clearly, I mean, it flopped because Chris was only there for one season anyway. Mm. And then he, you know... Was it a whole season? Yeah, it was. How long we was had to season? suffer for a full season. Sure. It was about 13 episodes. Oh, okay. Uh, I stand to be corrected. But the good news is mm. the, the main trio is back. But before we get to them, mm-hmm. can we look at things that flopped after the greatness left the building? Uh, two and a half men. Yeah. That was terrible. That was. Um, Metro FM. That was. That is. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah. process of the, being. It's like yeah. slowly, like. You Shutting down Ooh. YFM included Let's throw that one in there Yeah Actually um, What else? What yeah. else flopped after the greatness uh, left? Apple B- Clearly There you go Because yeah. Steve Jobs gone Gone mm-hmm. uh, Bafana Bafana As far back as Clive Barker <laughs> Once he flew off It was like I Downhill from there They couldn't land bad. They couldn't Anything Ah I'm anyway. trying. I'm trying so hard not to be that person right now. Please be the that person, person that you guys are. No, we we need you to be that person. It's right the truth, now. though. Right now, it's the truth. We right? all see it. Okay. Well, for those uh, of you that were waiting for a moment when you could breathe easy, mm. now that the true petrol heads are hosting a proper show, the grand tour <laughs> starts today, right on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jeremy Clarkson, James May, Richard Hammond, back in the driver's seat. See what I did there <laughs> And um, it's It starts today man Crazy thing The opening sequence Just yeah. the opening sequence Cost them 1.4 million pounds 
Sure. Let me let me let me translate that into Kasi Please talk. put it into my mother language. 44.4 million rand for an opening sequence. Opening sequence of a here's, television show. Yeah. Here's 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 what's you you can expect rather on uh, the opening sequence with 150 cars, 2000 petrol petrol heads, acrobats and believe it or not jets. It's a car show. Ooh, but they have yeah, just have with jets. Wow. Okay. And uh I think it's to, it's safe to say on that bombshell, we can carry on with our show. Yes, we wow. can. Yeah. Boom. We are joined by our own jet version of a jet. Right. Mm. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know what? Uh, I was thinking about it on my way into the studio. Like, how would I introduce someone of this stature? Caliber mm. Of mm. this caliber mm. You understand mm. Yeah man And instead of trying to be original and, 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 and think of something great on my own I thought <laughs> I will find someone who is great on their own Who wrote something great Right And uh, the person that joins us today is Pretty woman Wonder where my secret lies I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size when I start to tell them, they think I tell lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, mm. the stride of my steps, the curl of my lips. I am woman. Ooh. Phenomenally. Mm. Phenomenal woman. Mm. That's me. Mm. I just walk into a room, just as cool as you please. And to a man, the fellows stand or fell down to their knees. They swarm around me, I, a, a, hun, a hive of honeybees. I say... It's the fire in my eyes, the flesh of my teeth, the swing of my waist, mm. the joy of my feet. I am woman, phenomenally. Mm. Phenomenal woman, that's me. Men themselves have wondered what they see in me. They try so much, but they can't touch my inner mystery. When I try to show them, they say they still can't see. I say, it's the arch of my back, the sun of my smile, the ride of my breasts, the grace of my style. I am woman. Phenomenally Phenomenal woman That's me mm. Now you understand That's why my head's not bowed I don't shout or jump about Or have to talk real loud When you see me passing It ought to make you proud I say It's the click of my heels The bend of my hair The palm mm. of my hand The need for my care Because I'm a phenomenal woman Oh Because I'm a woman Phenomenally Phenomenal woman that's, That's me. Chaba Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Wow. How are you? I am blown away. Goddamn. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, we, we had to introduce you in a manner befitting someone like you. Yes. Thank you. You understand? And I, I think Maya Angelou's words mm. were, were, were just, I mean, how do we even begin to... Try describe the woman, you know. By the way, this is a first for me. Uh, nobody's ever introduced me like that before. <laughs> is it? Yes. I'm happy. I'm so happy. Everyone does the profile thing, and uh, you know, I, I don't know how many times I've had my profile read out to me. Oh, <laughs> oh, right. oh damn! I you know, you know, the, the every time I listen to 
it's an India Ari song. Mm-hmm. I'm not the average girl from the beach. Yeah. Everything that, that she says, I just think of her. Oh. Uh, you know what I mean? Man. It's, it's, thank you. And I, I love swear, that song, by the way. I swear. Oh, it's man. Just, I just think of you. Thank you. And I'm happy that, you know, that's the association, you know, because that's all that I've ever wanted. Um, from the minute I set foot in this industry, I never wanted to be the it girl. Yeah. I never wanted to be known for my looks. I never wanted to be known for the clothes that I wear. But, you know, for people to know the purpose that I'm here to serve, for me, that's, that's it. That is epic. Wow. Um, you know what? I, we have about 45 minutes to sit down and chat with you. I, I want to try, if possible, cram all of the goodness that is you into that 40 minutes, which is impossible. But let's, let's go back to the genesis. I mean, first and foremost, you are a child born in exile. Yeah. I cannot even begin to understand what that means. How was it weird for you? Was it something that you were told from an early age that these are your circumstances? This is what you were born into? It was pretty normal for me. You know, there was okay. nothing untoward at the time because it's all I knew being born in Lusaka. Mm-hmm. The, the the atmosphere, the environment was all that I'd become familiar with. Uh, I grew up in Zambia until the age of five. My sister was also born there the year that we left. So I didn't know any different. Um, it's only, I think, when I grew up and I got to experience different places, the States, I got to experience South Africa, that I, I then realized, okay, I had a pretty interesting childhood. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because you've got something to compare it to. Yeah. Um, do, do you ever... Like when when you finally came to South Africa, were there any people thinking that you weren't real? Like yeah, I got that all the time. Like, like no man, yeah. I when I go Yeah, yeah, no. And um, you know, when I when I arrived in South Africa, because I was painfully shy. Okay. I, I got popular real quick for the wrong reasons. You know, people would always be like, there's a girl from the States. Yo, listen up, listen up. Yeah. Because there was still this, you know, sort of, are we allowed to swear on this radio station? Yeah. Dick sure. riding, you yeah, know, dick yeah. riding American culture, right? Okay. So, so people would, would be fascinated with my accent. But then when, when I entered the industry, uh, some people would say some horrible things like, oh, she watches too much TV or, mm-hmm. but here's the worst thing is not the comments is the fact that I felt that need to actually explain myself every time okay and you know that's before i i was awoke you know i i would explain to people that no i grew up in the states and da, 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 and you know then it got to a point where i'm just like oh, you know what actually this is who i am i've got a you know mixed masala accent you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. um i'm most proudest of the fact that even though i spent seven to eight years in the united states my soto is on fleek there you go Okay wow. There are people who grew up in this country Who do not speak Sesotho as well as I do Yeah So I got over trying to Trying to justify myself But the one thing that I did do Was to hang out See you know When I was a princess high I'd hang out with people from Kahiso When I got to Mondio high I'd hang out with people from Soweto Just so I could get a grasp Of the nuances Of the language Of the culture Yeah I tried everything in my power To rid myself of America And and embrace my Africanness. But in so doing As I've grown up I realized you don't have to run away from who you are either. True. You know, let yourself be whatever you are. It's 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 almost as if from from what you're saying, it sounds as if what 
started off as a negative just got flipped into a positive yeah. at another stage. Yeah, yeah. It's just who you are. It's just who I am. And here's the interesting thing is that people always asked me, well, in the beginning especially, they used to ask me, where did you go to school? There was this assumption that I went to a, a private school. That, okay. You know, and also, you know, you know, white people will say, um, why wow, you speak so well? Yes. <laughs> Darling. Oh, oh my God. That's Marcy Chaba. Let me tell you how. She is so articulate, I tell you. And it's interesting because how I became so articulate and is purely from trying to speak South African English with a South African accent. accent. Okay. So I would think in an American accent and yet I was consciously always trying not to roll my R's. And so I came to enunciate my words the way that I do today. Now it's like such a subconscious thing. Yeah. Mm. It's great to hear that you've always had that welcoming essence about you, that welcoming feeling, that spirit about you. I mean, you say you going through the process of you know, as difficult as your upbringing was, but being able to learn about the individuals around you yeah. and take on what, yeah. you know, what they could bring. You didn't put anybody down because you were being put down. Oh, and you won't even believe this. Like, there is a dude out there. If anybody knows Bongani, please shout out to Bongani, um, who was a, a guy in my math class. I had a huge crush on Bongani <laughs> and no one knew. And... um I only bumped into one of his friends, uh, who's in advertising, Grant, much later on. And I said, where's Bongan? And he says, hey, I'm not sure. I don't know. I said, do you know that I had the biggest crush on that guy? He said, what? Get out of here. Do you know that he had a crush on you? I said, no, he oh, never wow. showed me. No, he said, because we were always teasing him, telling him, I forget it. You know, this chick is from the States, yo. And they'd be coming to me like, yo, 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 yo. Bongani, on the other hand, and you know what I was, Zulu say, you know, pakaka. Yeah. And that's, that's what, you know, I found attractive. And it made me realize, as people, it's important, so you know, don't assume you know what a person wants or what a person needs. Yeah. You know, based on their background, based on how they look or how they speak. For sure. Um, you may miss out on the biggest opportunity of your life, man, because you think that the girl is not going to be into you or she's way beyond your league and it's not even like that. Yeah. A, a friend of mine keeps saying to me all the time that we sometimes, as men, give women a bit too much credit. Like, there are times yeah. where we look at a hot girl and we think... If she's beautiful, she has to be smart. Right. She has to be well spoken. She has to be well groomed. No way and to all say of this stuff. No. And 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 that's half of the time we end up not communicating with them at all. Mm. Standing in the corner on that, yeah, you well, but if she would yeah, exactly. come through this way, <laughs> negative oh Exactly, exactly. And and at the end of the day, nothing ends up being done. No, for sure. And you know, I'm actually happy that you know you see a beautiful woman and you think she's intelligent because you know, it definitely isn't always the case. Oh, true, mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And yeah. we know some hot girls who just let the whole team down, but that's okay. You know, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we, we are all born different yeah. and that's all right. We need to embrace our differences. But ultimately, I think it's very important that you, you, you never just be brave, just have balls because, you know, the men that I find sexy are the confident ones, yeah. you know, and not the brash ones, mm. but someone who's got a quiet confidence. Quiet confidence and knows who he is and feels secure wherever he is. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 really cool. Kind of like the man I married. Uh, <laughs> okay, cosine. Okay, <laughs> uh, you embody the fact that as human beings, as people, we are one distant tribe. You know, um, having touched so many places, um, and you are definitely made of strong stuff. Looking at your journey and hearing about your journey, uh, do you have a spirit animal? Do you have an animal that you would associate yourself mm. with? I love that question so much. I <laughs> do actually. 
a tiger. Ooh, ah. Wow. Mm. Okay. A tiger. And that's for a number of reasons. You know, aside from... The, in fact, at one point, my, my Twitter profile uh, picture was a tiger, a, a beautiful tiger. Mm. Uh, and uh, the reason being, I mean, uh, besides the fact that I have a tiger characteristic within me... Um, I, how do I say this? How do I explain this? King Wanabadim. Okay. So, you know, I roll with the OGs mm. and, and, and I have a very male energy. And number one. Number two, I'm a tiger mom as well. I've got boys. Yeah. Uh, and girls, but the boys live with us. And with the boys, you know, I, I, I'm raising men here. So, you know, there's no time to fast. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So they know they set one foot wrong. They will, they will feel they my wrath. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 And no one can tell me that, oh, no, this is a democracy. You're not allowed to do this and that yeah. with your, t- that is my child. Okay. Yeah. Democracy ends at the gate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes. Talking, uh, talking about childhood, um, you're an author. Yes, I am. What is an eight-year-old writing about? You have a you wrote a book at eight. Yeah. What were you writing about at eight years? It's actually stories, a series of stories that I wrote when I was eight years old. And it's the first time I've ever been asked this question, actually. But I was writing a lot of fiction, you know? I wrote a lot of fictional tales that were inspired by my life, inspired by uh, things around me. And I used to read a lot of fiction, Um, you know, Raw Doll. I think I've read every single Raw Doll book. Um, And as a child, you know, your imagination is just really wild. So, yeah, I never... I never really wrote anything factual except for what was in my diary. And it started with my diary, actually. Mm. Uh, my mom introduced me to a diary when I was, as soon as I could hold a pencil. And for me, it became a coping mechanism, you know? And it's interesting because now I'm thinking like Anela now as I'm connecting the dots of my life. Now, when I was a kid, I didn't know that my passion for storytelling would begin with that diary and would begin with those stories. And now ultimately, I am still telling stories, but I'm not telling fictional stories anymore. I'm telling real life stories. Yeah. You know, real people's um, issues, their their journeys to heal others in the process. At, at, at what point did it become real to you that, um, you know, you're telling stories, more, more especially real life stories? It, did it, was it a decision to, to go into broadcasting and, and, you know, bringing life to life in a sense? Wow, I love that question. Like, interestingly enough, I studied journalism so I could write. Okay. I had no intentions of being on the radio or being on television uh, in the beginning. Okay. And I'm not lying when I say that TV found me. It really did. It wasn't part of the plan. But hey, when God says, God says, right? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know that I had a natural rapport with the camera. And, um, you know, when I entered the industry, it just happened. I've never, I've never done drama in school. Um, I'd never, I didn't study anything that had anything to do with presenting or anything like that. I'd never taken any course before. So I guess it just came from a poor, uh, uh, pure passion. But initially, when I entered the industry, it was purely for fun. Um, and it was also to make money because I was broke. Okay. But then... I, I can, uh, we can believe it. <laughs> <that. laughs> Louder. We sure we can, can believe <laughs> But, you know, there was a guy who... who, who, who it, wasn't a, it wasn't so much a prophecy as it was... Uh, they say I have it. A spirit of 
a spirit of affirmation. Okay. He affirmed something in me. And uh, he knows the story now. His name is Gabelo. He affirmed something in me that I didn't really pay attention to. And because he switched on that light bulb, and so I pursued this thing. But came a point when I realized that, no, man, I don't just want to take any job in the industry. I'd done a little bit of acting. I'd done a little bit of this, a little bit of that, things I wouldn't even repeat. Mm -hmm. But no, not porn. Not anything like that. (laughs) Okay. But I got to a point where I thought, Mm, these things don't excite me. Yeah. You know, I want to impact real change. I want to make a difference. And as a healer, coming from a family of healers, it didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't as clear as that in my mind, but I just knew that I wanted to do something that meant something, do meaningful work, you know? Yeah. So I started saying no. It's, you know, it's strange that um, a lot of people seem to think that once you jump into the industry in any shape or form, mm. it seems as if you should be saying yes yeah, to, to everything. everything. And our agents also push us in that direction because came a time when she would say to me, Master Chaba, this is a small industry. You can't afford to be so fussy. If work comes, you just take it. Yeah. And I'd say, no. You know, there were times it's not like I had money. There were times my, my lights were switched off. I'd get thrown out of places because I couldn't meet my rent. But even in that, I said, I would rather. I'd rather honestly sweep the streets than mess with my brand again. You know, I know what I'm building. And it was hard. I was hungry in the beginning, you know. But now I've reached a point where in the last seven, eight years, I've never had to queue and go audition for a job. Work has come to me to my cell phone. I've been headhunted for stuff because people now associate me with a certain essence, with a certain quality. And they know if you're looking for this, you go to Master Chabanlov. That's that's where you head. That's where you need to go knocking. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Some of the people that aren't in the industry anymore are thinking you used to call me on myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got this. Uh, I've got AKA's intro on levels that, that Tumi did. Uh, oh hallelujah, That's all that's ringing in oh, my wow. head right now. Yeah. So it's so beautiful. Um, here's a thought. Uh, you're talking about having to say no to jobs and jobs coming to you. Yeah. Uh, it's said that radio. Is a difficult medium to get into as opposed to TV. Would you say that was, would you agree with that sentiment that radio is a much more difficult medium to break into than television? To break into in terms of entering the industry? Yeah. yeah. Once again, I was, I was approached. Hmm. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Um, and I don't know how to say this without signing Garagakom, mm. but I, I wouldn't know. Okay. I've never tried to, to go out for a radio job. There was nothing out there that, that appealed to me at the time. Um, and I'd always known that I've got an appetite for radio, but until I was approached by, uh, given Mkari and Andy Lekumalo. And, you know, for me, it, it, when they presented the, the idea to me, it was an instant yes. It's just a matter of making it work. I, I knew I didn't want to do current affairs anymore. I resigned from news. Mm-hmm. And that's also part of shaping my life where I wanted it to go. But it wasn't without pain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, resigning from a permanent job and taking chances. It comes, you feel it. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, I ended up back in my mama's house, but with a little baby uh, mm. on top of that. But, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that I made that decision because I wouldn't have done half the things that I got to do after I left news, you know. So that's been pretty cool. It's been a great journey. You know, when 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 we are joined by people like yourself, I always wonder what fear does or what part fear plays in your life. Like it, it you can't a lot of people walk in here and they tell us, "No, you need to be fearless. You need to do this. You need to, you know, what is your relationship with fear? Yeah. Do you embrace it oh, and wow. 
<laughs> I've been scared every step of the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I remember Anela asking me, what am I afraid of? I said, what's the one thing that scared you? I said, every single thing I've ever done. <laughs> and she said, no. I said, yes, really. It's, yeah. it's the truth. And if, if I felt nothing, then I knew that, you know, this is definitely not something even worth bothering myself with. Mm. But, you know, have you ever felt like... You, you you are literally in the deep end like you are in over your head yeah i felt like that every single time i took on a new job and i'm thinking god what have i got myself into can i do this mm. sometimes like with shows like the big debate i'd literally cry tears the night before because i feel like i'm not ready i can't do this i can't do this and i've been preparing for weeks mm. for this one moment and yet just before i'm 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 terrified shitless yeah <laughs> that's how it is yeah so with 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 that you you wallow and you you think about all these things you're like what am I gonna do I'm not ready for this how 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 do you snap out of it I don't I don't have a choice I don't have a choice I signed a contract but I promise you if I could run away I swear to God I would run away but mm. because you know okay I have to show up you know I, just do it. And, and, but, but there are, um, there, there are rituals that I have that, that settle me, yeah. that calm me. Like Hussein, for instance, one thing that I've been taught, you know, God has brought all these, all these gifted people around me. One of my producers on the big debate is a prophet. Um, Kim Profeta is a young guy, um, very, you know, radical. And, uh, interestingly, my sound engineer at my radio show is also on a journey out of becoming a prophet. So I'm just surrounded by people who are giving me messages all the time. And I'd say to him, this young man, producer Tabiso, but you know, I just get so overwhelmed when I get onto that stage, that set, like, guy email, right? You know? And I just don't know what to do. He said, Marawapatla, before you come to, to work. Mm. No, interestingly, no. I do it every other day, but not the day that I'm going to shoot. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of the four o'clock wake up time or whatever. He says, Mastaba, you need to do that because you are a spirit child. So you pick up on energies. You don't know who in the room. You know, people's spirits can be negative, can be heavy. You don't know who's killed the person in this room. So you're picking up on all these energies and yet you've not... You know, had a prayer ritual. So that's what I started doing. I pray and um, sometimes and it's something that I'm very open about because I feel like as Africans, we just need to go back, man. You know, I'm so, I'm at peace. Like, I've never known peace like I know peace now, you know? That's louder. It's written all over her face as she says it. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Within my own personal trials and tribulations, mm. th- there have been times where I- I'll be surrounded by, you know, people with really big personalities. Yeah. I mean, the big debate, for instance. I mean, those aren't just... No, no, no. These are politicians. Yeah, it's not just Tom, and you must Dick and remember, Harry. Let's be honest. People like President Jacob Zuma, and mm. sometimes, you know, that's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy energies on you, you know? So, so yeah. And also, you know, without mentioning any other names, but we don't know what people have done in their past. True. We don't know what they bring. So... It's very important. It's very important whether it's just getting down on your knees and praying and asking for God to just cover you with his light, to give you strength. Those little things. I pray with um, everyone in the makeup room after the guests have gone downstairs. My husband, who's my manager, my team, makeup artist, the crew, we hold hands, we pray. Yeah. And I pray for everything, for the equipment. I pray for every crew member, you know, that they may be blessed and protected. That 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 has to be a... a 
an ease to your mind. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Because I, as I was saying, like I find myself in 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 different rooms with different people. Like whenever we have a, a mass meeting here at Cliff Central, I mean the number of large personalities that walk into this room yeah. can make one feel, you know, small. Small. Even. You shrink. You know, you you kind of shrink back into yeah. yourself. Yeah. And you wonder if you are. You know the right person to be in that type of, of space. Of course, you end up questioning and doubting yourself. I mean, it happens to me too. Yeah. You know, but when I've armored myself with prayer, I, I there's just a certain confidence that I have that cannot be shaken. You know, and if I don't take the time to do those little things, and those are little big things, yeah. Then I, I get a bit, you know, shaky, and I'm not sure of myself, and because now I'm relying on my own strength, and but when I know that it's a it's a higher power that's taken over me, then boy. The tiger comes out Yeah, There's no way you could lose (laughs) You know what I'm saying It scares me that people don't know Or don't recognize that they're walking around with energies man. You can pick it up There are certain individuals that make you feel things And you're just like I don't want to be around you You don't have to say it with your your mouth You can't put your finger on it What it is And we don't trust our instincts eh? We never do It's weird And and, and half of the time we do Like have you ever walked into a room And there's a couple sitting in there Having a conversation Somehow you know that that's a couple and you should, you know, yeah. walk out of the room. That's, I, I would think that is the energy that exactly. is in the room. Exactly. And half of the time we don't read into it the same way. 100%. But the same being said, um, you know, how often we find ourselves in danger mm. and you know, your spirit is telling you, you are in danger. Mm. And yet you either don't want to be rude or, and this is something that I actually, um, learned on the Oprah show, interestingly enough, 10 years ago or so, to say most people before they were kidnapped, before they had a gun held to their head, they felt it. They knew something wasn't right, Mm. but you just didn't want to take action to get out of that situation because you felt, what if I'm wrong? Maybe I'm just, you know, trust your gut. You have to, you have to. Um, the, you you keep mentioning your husband. Hey, I was hey, lucky guy. <laughs> Cosine, Cosine, lucky guy. Lucky. I like, can't help it. I can't help you know, it. He's such a big part of me. How how do you get the balance right? I mean, having your husband being your manager. I know it didn't start off as husband manager. It was you know manager and client, and then okay, let me not. Assume Don't tell anything. the story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll tell the story. Oh, story. Damn it! <laughs> Please tell the story. It's her story. Anyway. Okay, uh, I, I'm gonna need to find a physician so I can get my foot out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so basically, my husband and I started professionally, and he he wasn't my manager initially, but um. You know, he's a music producer. He owns Odeon Productions, and I had commissioned uh, his company to create a. An opening theme song for my opening sequence of my talk show pilot. And I met him through a mutual uh, business partner of ours, Simon Makwela. And and so uh, we initially were communicating on on email via telephone with regards to the brief, etc. So I'd known him. That was about five years ago. And then another project brought us together uh, called I'm a Migrant. Um, you can check out the video on my website, masichabandlovo.com. And basically, it was a, a song that we all did for free, a couple of other public figures. And it was a, what do you call it? It was a P public service campaign. Okay. Yeah. It was a public service campaign about migration and, you know, saying no to xenophobia and that type of thing and being one, uniting as Africans. And he produced a song. So... Um, you know, initially when I'd met him the first time, we were both in relationships, but 
I, I saw him, you know. <laughs> I'm like, hello, chocolate. What's up? Wink, wink. Wink, Hi. wink. No, I, I definitely saw him because I just found myself, I couldn't leave his side. You know, I asked him if I could chill a little bit and just like watch him work. And I was long done with my part. Yeah. You know, and I'm just, we were just quiet. There was no conversation that happened, but just watching him and just his presence, you know. And seeing how he's hum- he's strong but humble at the same time. So anyway, somewhere down the line, there was a launch. He wasn't there and I got his number and I only went to hoping I'm going to see him because yeah. I was I was single <laughs> to mingle. So yeah. he wasn't there and I phoned him. I'm like, yo, you know, where were you? Uh, how come you're not at the launch? So he said, no, I was busy. Da, 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 da. Cut a long story short. It turned out that his studio was very close to where I was living. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Around the corner from Hyde Park. He was based in Rosebank. Boom. One day I showed up to the studio with a bottle of wine and two glasses and I found Yo, out that he go, was single girl. to mingle too. There's so, a tiger right girl. there. Yes. Girl. Yeah. That's how it's done. Yes. Ladies, that is how it's done. Exactly. So, you know, and, and what I love and it's something that I think is so important is that this was the first time that I didn't fall in love yeah. in the sense that we always do as girls. We get mm. so stupid. Now, for the first time, we we were married before we were married because we we just spoke for hours every day until three or four o'clock in the morning. We would just speak about um, family planning, uh, discipline, sex. We spoke about money. We spoke about our visions. We spoke. Of, so after three days, I literally we knew. Like I mean, we knew on day one. Yeah. And he was the only man who ever asked me the crucial questions. What is your plan? Um, you know, what excites you? What do you like from a man? You know, a question like, do I qualify? Mm. Men don't <laughs> go there anymore. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. okay. we assume we do. You know what I like mean? I think it's become fit. shallow about everything. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was a deep, it was a soul connection. That wow. that is that is deep. That's yeah. what I love about energy. If yeah. it's yeah. meant, it'll circle back. Of exactly. Yeah. 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 exactly. Yeah. You don't need to rush it. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. You know, go, go. Okay. Uh, obviously, he's part of your wolf pack. Uh, I've seen you with uh, Donald. I've seen Toilet Mo as well, uh, regularly on your Instagram, that is. Yeah. Uh, who else is part of your wolf pack? And how do you sort of decide yeah. which energy to keep keep around you? That is pretty amazing. Um, definitely, Donald, Mo, uh, gosh, I, I, I love them, man. I mean, those are my people. Those are my people. Mm. Um, who else I've got in my wolf pack? Um, my assistant, Dre. I have shout out Dre. Hey, shout, shout out, out Dre. Dre one time. Yeah, what's good? I have uh, family in my wolf pack. I have my husband, who's my G. He's my best friend, and I don't keep a bigger circle than that. You know, I also have Lindo. Shout out to Lindo, by the way. She's in KZN. You know, you have these friends you hardly speak to. You don't speak every day, mm-hmm. but when you speak, it, you, you speak. speak. Yeah. You speak. You know yeah. what I mean? That's French. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Which is why you know I've, I've got I've got a couple of people that I hang out with, mm. and some of them got really irritated. I was like, look, let's be honest. You guys are great for the weekend. Like I love. <laughs> you, we work true, on a weekend. Like we can party all the time. Yeah. The problem is during the week. We don't really have much to talk I, about. I hear you. I hear you. And it's so funny because you should mention uh, Mo. So Mo and Mome, his wife. I was initially friends with Mo. And then Mo always says Mome stole me from him. But I'm closer to her now. And we, we just become one big happy family. We do play dates and whatever. But it's interesting because I hardly do the fun things with them. We, we hardly, hardly, I don't, I don't club. They, they love, you know, they love yeah. to do stuff and whatever. Interestingly, we get together for the quiet moments that are not on Instagram. You know what I mean? 
Um, the only time they manage to drag me to a club is when it's one of their birthday parties, you know. <laughs> and then um, you'll see me at, at one of these nightclubs, cocoon or wherever it is, a taboo. Um, but I love the fact that we have a relationship that no one knows about. You know, we see each other in those quiet spaces and we don't always capture it, you know. But it's just, it's real talk. It's us chilling and bonding and, and growing each other. And it's so deep, we dream about each other as well. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so, energy people Spiritually connected energy, yeah. 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 Before You know I've got a friend Who is going to Wring my neck If I don't do this uh, She sent me a question For you Yeah uh, On WhatsApp She sent it via uh, Voice note So instead of Having me read it out yes. She was like No I'm going to say it myself Oh good <laughs> Okay Oh yes So uh, here goes nothing Hi Jack Hi Van Given Hope you guys Are having a lovely show uh, thank you so much for bringing Oswestra on the show. Um, I wanted to ask, how does she balance um, being a strong black woman um, in a male-dominant industry? Hmm. Because most industries are male-dominant. Because I'm also in a male-dominant industry and I tend to lose my um, feminine gene. Mm. And I, I see, I've watched it through the years and she hasn't lost that. Wow. How does she keep on being feminine, but also being very assertive? Huh. That is a powerful question. Mm. What is her name? Uh, her name is Mosamwekezi. Mosamwekezi. Yes. Uh, she's, she's, she's got a construction company. And uh, we actually had her in for an interview a couple yeah. of, uh, I think it was last year, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she, she, I, I told her about it and she was like, you know what, I love Maschabe. Wow. And she had to send in that question. Powerful question from a powerful woman. I can mm. feel that. Mm. So it's a very interesting one and nobody's ever asked me this question before. But I, I don't... I'm actually happy that she thinks I'm feminine, by the way, because I don't <laughs> feel feminine most of the time. And I don't associate with any gender. Okay. I know this sounds really crazy. I my spirit is um, androgynous. Mm-hmm. I think that's the word. I have a very androgynous spirit. So every time I've walked into boardrooms, into negotiations, um, into media spaces, into male-dominated spaces, I've never walked in with a thought or the feeling that I am a woman walking into a male space. Okay. I am a power person walking in to be with other power people. And I think that's the reason why I've pretty much gotten what I've wanted in the industry. Because I remember I was asked to give a talk on why girls are always sidekicks um, on in, in radio. Yeah. And yeah. I, I couldn't relate because I've never been anybody's sidekick on anything. Okay. Um, because, you know, I've, I've just never positioned myself in that way. So I almost didn't want to give the talk. It was at the Vitz... Uh, thing that they do every single year mm-hmm. uh, The annual radio thing So I, I almost didn't didn't want to give the talk Because I didn't want to offend anybody But a student actually said to me When I told her the reason I don't want to give the talk She said, but that's why you need to give the talk yeah. And they loved it And I always teach young girls Don't, you know, don't don't hold back Don't limit yourself And and don't, I've, I've heard women, of women trying to be men mm. uh, I've never felt the pressure to try and be anything Just be yourself you know, if you are a, a, a young, flowery, feminine girl, be that young, flowery, feminine girl. If you are a strong bull of a character, be that. But don't try and be anything other than what you are. 
Yeah. It, it, it's, it, it sometimes seems like such a foreign concept to tell someone to be themselves. That's the thing. It, it's like, what, what does are you that talking mean? about? What, what does, does that mean? mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. So which is why for me, before, when I do my lectures, I lecture uh, on interview skills and television and radio broadcast um, presentation. And I, I always start with the authenticity talk because we're not going anywhere if I just teach you a set of skills. Yeah. I want you to think about who you are and what you bring to the game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if anybody is here, just to be famous, you know, sit at home. Rather, you know, let's refund you. Here's your money. You can go home because that's not what we're about. Mm. Yeah. You know, we're about creating game changers. But also, to answer Mosa's question, um, when you are authentic, when you're true to yourself, you never ever have to think about a balance. Mm. It just comes naturally. So what that means is that never be afraid to, to, to raise your hand. Never be afraid to, to give your opinion. You know, we women, we, we especially women, have got the tendency, uh, tendency of saying, um, in my opinion, da-da-da-da-da. Mm. Of course it's your opinion. Just yeah. say the thing. You know, yeah, I yeah. think we should do it like this. And if they don't agree, they don't agree. But we tend to we'll say, I'm sorry, but um, mm. you know, I don't know why we're so apologetic. Just say the damn thing and let's talk about it. Because if your point is provocative by saying sorry, but it, it doesn't change the fact it that it's provocative. That, exactly. Don't apologize for anything you feel, anything you want. Don't try and go with what's popular, what people, you know, where the, the, the majority is going. The same is true for our personal relationships. The reason why so many relationships fail is because we don't fight to be who we are in relationships. Mm. So today mm. you've got a man who goes to church. When I solo now all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you, you, halala. Now you're going to church every Sunday because your man goes to church. Tomorrow you've got a man who's into sport now you're finding yourself sitting and doing things that you don't enjoy doing instead of saying babe actually you know what i'm gonna leave you and the boys to watch tv i mean i i let my husband and sometimes he's with his friends they watch the game i do me and that's cool you know what i mean don't ever try to mold yourself and the same is true when in-laws come over for some reason we put away the wine we put away the things that so you know for her things like bombepo and things like that you know that's like mm. demonic to the next level that's when i bring out my bombepo ke phatla more and i love her and she loves me and i'm crazy and that's okay yeah it is yeah. I actually wanted to find out your thoughts on the state of broadcasting in this country at this point in time. I mean, there's a lot of things happening. There's, there's, there are faces that have been recycled for millennia on our TV screens. There are voices that are jumping from one place to another. What are your thoughts at, of, of, you know, on broadcasting in this country? Are we headed in the right direction? Should Absolutely we? not. You don't even have to finish that question. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. I have, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with this industry. It hasn't gone away. It hasn't changed. Um, you know, from day one, I personally feel like we don't know what we want. Number okay. one. Number two, I'm sick and tired. I get tired of being in an industry that glorifies vacuous vacuous characters okay. you know so people who bring nothing to the table yeah. yeah yeah and i'm not saying everything has to be impactful sometimes you just want to be entertained i mean i watch keeping up with the kardashian yeah. for, for god's sake sometimes yeah. you just want you know just like brainless television you want to you want to check out i get that but i also feel that you know the minute we start hiring radio and television personalities based on twitter numbers we've lost the plot yeah you know what I'm saying? For sure. Um, we've definitely lost the plot. It's not about radio anymore. It's not about television anymore. And if we have to look at the numbers on Twitter, how many people are, how many South Africans are on Twitter? About 
five to seven million. I stand to be corrected. Mm-hmm. We'll double check those facts if you can just Google it on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have a conversation around if that is a viable way of approaching the media industry. Number one. Number two, I found I find South African media to be very lazy. I uh, am one of the people I think who can say without shame I've benefited from the industry's laziness. Okay. And I say this without shame because I'm good at what I do. But there's a lack of effort in trying to dig up new talent. We don't there go is. and try to find new talent. There is. And and I, I think the reason I asked you that question is because I am one of those people that have seen recycling yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, even even when it comes down to some of the programming, the the ideas. There's so many ideas in this country. There's so many different angles we could be using Mm. to tell so many different stories. But it seems as if we keep regurgitating the the same thing. thing. It's like everyone's following the status quo. Even with with acting, the acting industry, I'm getting confused by who's who now Mm -hmm. with these characters. Because Mm. one minute I'm seeing this character, this guy acting there, and then he's on another soapy, and then he's on another soapy. Have you noticed how in the United States, a guy who enters uh, Days of Our Lives... Will be on days of our lives until he dies. Right, yeah. You understand? Yeah. We're not going to suddenly see him on Bold and the Beautiful, and then we're going to see him on on what's this, whatever the other ones are called. Yeah. Um. I feel like you know. Also, as an industry, we 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 fail ourselves because number one, there's a lack of respect for format. For formats in general mm, You know mm. We're always trying to change A working format If it works Just leave it alone yeah. Number two We don't respect talent I've got to say The one guy That I've worked with In this industry Who respects talent Is Monde Twala Okay mm. The yeah. former head of ETV mm. Yes And he's now Heading up Viacom mm. He respects talent so much You don't have to fight for anything You don't have to fight for your worth You don't have to fight for your value And you know what this does is that If you look at uh, American TV shows um, Talk shows, whatever they be Even the ones where there's more than one presenter They, they never ever lose their talent yeah. No matter what happens You know, they can, the show can go on It can be syndicated for 20 years Because they've not changed their presenters They've not changed their formats Here presenters are a dime a dozen Yeah, And I've been told that to my face By mm. the way, by an mm. executive producer who's said to me y'all are a dime a dozen okay so so i said okay all right you host the show then bye <laughs> if if we're a dime a dozen bye. there you go um. bye felicia <laughs> <laughs> million users on twitter mm-hmm. 7.4 million users on twitter and we act like twitter is the whole wide world come yeah. on now we are a population of 55 million true and yet people get jobs on the basis of the number of followers that they've got on twitter and not on merit there's something wrong with that what about the kids who actually have the talent? What about right. the ones who even go as far as to study this yeah. shit? You know what I mean? Mm, mm, who have mm. it? Who yeah. got what it takes? They will never they will never even sniff a microphone. Which is madness because what ends up happening is that you have a bunch of really talented people ending up being, uh, you know, call center agents that yeah. you get pissed off at yeah. because they don't like their jobs because they're in some random spot exactly. where they should not be. <laughs> Speak about call center agents. I recently was on a call to Vodacom, right? Yeah. And um, there was this young man who was helping me and I, I was I was really upset because of a, a long story. Okay. But I was very pissed off <laughs> yeah. and I was taking my anger out on him, right? And he handled me so well but his voice his he's got this you know sense of authority he articulates himself well something in me it was like god came out of me and said you know that you should be on the radio you do know that right Hmm. he said oh my god wow it's not the first time i'm hearing this but wow coming from you and i said seriously and when you're serious about coming in and, and seeing what i do 
I'm inviting you on any night to come through to the station. Come hang out with us. Yeah. This young man is it. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do with him, but all I know something like, there's a be. guy. Yes. There's a guy, guys. He yes. needs to be on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Ha. And and we need a lot more people just like you, honestly speaking. Because I, I, I get the the weird feeling that the people that do have gigs like radio gigs and 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 tv shows and all of this stuff they're very stingy they clo- they, yeah you're it's thank like, you for not mentioning your words this is my spot yes. don't walk in here exactly. anymore it's exactly. not even about radio being the theater of the mind anymore yeah. it's this is my show that's it 100 percent. i've even it's gone as far as me being told by the former hr head at my station that you know maschaba you've you've got to stop bringing in all these strays i said excuse Woo. me <laughs> Strange. Strange. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Strange. So our powerful young people are strays. So now it's gone to the point where they know me now. Like I fight for young people. Like, and I think it's also about not being threatened to have somebody come in and be better than me. Yeah. I think that's what it's really about. Let's be honest. You it know? is. Mm. It is. I think. I think if if you are a creative or if you actually know your worth yes nothing outside of that can can threaten you like no. i mean i i've i got this show on my own initially yeah. Yeah. and i called these guys to join me yeah you, you know see. what i mean because it didn't work with me yeah. just alone exactly you know? it, it's it, i i feel like ever since these guys joined the show it's become even better a better show and you never ever felt like oh what if what if what if um he takes my job or what if she takes no. my job or you know you understand where you what, what your value is and therefore you see the quality that they bring in and it doesn't have to threaten you because it's different Ah, man. Yeah. They can't do you, you can't do them. Mm. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we have a responsibility to walk through the door and leave the door open. You know? Wide open. We struggle with that. Let's break the lock and throw it yes. away. Man. Yes. Damn. Let's not even use door handles anymore. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Shit. Yes. Come back to Africa, Woo. baby. Come man. on. Uh, the conversation has been this marvelous, this lengthy. I don't know if you want to plug your work now. Yes, plug- I do. Hell yeah. Plug, plug your work. So, catch me on Mosewaka on SABC2 at 6pm this Saturday evening and every Saturday. And um, Powerful also, show, by the way. Oh, thank yes. you so much. It is. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and, and you'd have to watch it. For someone who knows what Mosewaka means, has never seen the show, they're thinking, uh, a show about dresses? <laughs> no, uh-huh. honey. No. It's, it's, nope. it's, it's got nothing to do with dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, the outfits are just a uh, symbolism of wherever that place, uh, the person was in their lives at the time. So that that's on Saturday at 6 p.m. And also tune in to The Big Debate. New episodes every Sunday at 10 a.m. on ETV. Saturday, Sunday. There you go. Just, just SABC2 wow. ETV. Yeah. How do we keep up with you on social platforms? I am at Masachabandlovu on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. And my website is masachabandlovu.com and uh, masachabamedia.com for my company as well. Oh, man. It, it's been... You know what? I, I the way we introduced you was perfect. I think it, I, I I that was the very best I've ever done. Oh, by the way, it's the best that's yep. ever happened to me. I I, I I I cannot <laughs> begin to thank you enough. Thank you so much for coming through. It it's been a roller coaster of notes. Um, I feel like I've learned so much already. You know, like yeah. when you watch people on TV and whatnot, everyone has these perceptions and yeah. thoughts and all of this stuff. Yeah. But 
you just opened up my mind to so many different things and I thank you for that. Thank you so much guys. It's been an honor and a privilege and I've had so much fun. Uh, I'm I'm just glad that um what I thought she was, she's actually that person. Oh, high five. <laughs> yes. There was a time when she spoke and I literally, she literally yeah, had goosebumps. Like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> thank you so much my queen. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you, you. again. Uh, Jack, like Neo, and Londi. Yeah. yeah. Power to all of y'all, man. Woo. Thank you. <laughs> Co-sign. Uh, as for us, you can follow us at J, uh, at J, un, a, J, N, G, underscore live. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's, it's a bit of a, you know, I didn't know if it was the G or the J, you know, <laughs> J, N, G, underscore live, or at Jack, underscore five foot four, at Van Given, at Londi Sam, underscore. And just like that, we out of here, man. Cliffcentral.com.